What's up, brother? Hey, how are you? Episode 85 going down right now. Super excited for this one. Let's go ahead and knock out that win of the week. Let's do it. So, good win of the week this week for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll start us off. My win of the week is the best invention to ever be made. Okay. The Roomba. Ooh. Bro, my Roomba saved my life so many times. It's just like coming home to a clean house every single day. You don't got to put in any effort. Um, I feel like my dog's got like a friend. They have a schedule, don't they? Like it'll do it when you're not home. Yeah, so you can set it to like go on. I usually set it for like midday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like... Nobody's home. Yeah, exactly. It's just a good time and then... Um, it's cool too because it's connected to my phone, so I'll get like notifications throughout the day, like you know, the Roomba is stuck on something, yeah. or either you know the Roomba is you know caught in a cord or whatever. Can't you it name is. your Roomba? You can. I name my Rebecca. Okay, Rebecca. Do you have one? Um, I used to, and her name was Stacy. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> so it's like Stacy's cleaning the house right now. That's amazing. don't mind Stacy. She's just cleaning. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's definitely a lifesaver, bro. Yeah. Def- so that's a solid one of the week. What's yours? Um, mine is. The ability to change your own oil. Ooh. Because it's crazy. I've been paying a lot of money to get my oil changed since I got a new car. I used to change. I had a truck before my car, and I changed oil all the time. But when I got the new car, I wanted somebody else to do it just so I wasn't responsible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and I don't fit under my car. But um, I was paying way too much. It was like $110 to get my oil changed, which is wild, ridiculous. Because I know what the oil costs. I know what the filter costs. Like it's It should only be like $40. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I went to Walmart, got the ramps, the oil, the filter, everything. Still cheaper than getting my oil changed and did it myself this morning. That's crazy. That's yeah. a good win of the week. Save 60, 70 bucks. You know, I feel like not a lot of people have the skill to change their own oil. Like, it's really not that hard, It's though. not hard at all, bro. It's you, so you simple. You take one bolt out, take the filter out, put them back, and then fill it up. And I will say one thing. My dad has a car lift, so that makes it super easy, I bet, bro. Yeah. Which I can kind of fit under Does my car. Does it pick it up to where, like, you can get under, like, you can walk under it? You can walk under it, under it. yeah. Bet, yeah, because yeah, he's got, like, a huge garage. It's, like, just for the lift and things like that. Yeah. So, bro, I just drive right onto the lift, lift it up. That's clutch. Pull the drain, dude. It's super, yeah, and it's easier than most people think. So, if you don't know how to change your own oil, literally just go on YouTube. I actually have a fun fact and something for the for the people. So, this morning it was cold, obviously, and I was just thinking, like, can I change my oil with cold? Like, with it being cold? Because I know it makes it thicker, right? Yeah. And then so I Google it, and it turns out, so if you don't warm up your car, it takes four times longer to drain. And if it's not, like, warm, the oil's not warm and, like, loose, you know what I'm saying? Like, then there could be, like, debris in the bottom of your oil pan that won't get washed out. Oh, no So way. make sure if it's cold outside, make sure your car's at least warm. That is a good fact. Okay, I didn't even realize that because I've definitely changed my oil when it's cold before. I mean, it's not like you're not going to blow yeah, up, for I'm sure, sure but, for like, sure. it's better to do it if it's warm. Damn, I did yeah. not realize that. That's actually a good win of the week, bro. Appreciate you. Our guest, I believe our guest is here. Let's do it. So let's go grab him and get started with this episode. All right, let's go. Yo, 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 what is up, OGs? I'm here joined by the man himself, Joey Allen. <laughs> Yo, 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 yo. Big episode going down today. This is episode 85. Yes, sir. Can't believe we're already doing 35 episodes of season two. I know, it's crazy. Dude, time flies. Yes, sir, when you're having fun. Yeah, I guess so. So, um, big episode today. Man, I'm super excited for today's guest. Um, local legend, music artist, the man himself, Jeremy Ryan. <laughs> yes, sir. How y'all doing? How y'all doing, man? Too bad. How you doing, brother? I'm chilling, man. It's good to see y'all. This is like my second podcast ever, so. Really? No way. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of surprising. I don't come outside, man. I'm serious. Outside, like, doing shows or 
What was the other podcast you did? Uh, Freddie Bricks. He oh, had word. something going for a little bit. I know it was called like rap shit. You do a ton of production and stuff though, so it's kind of interesting that you wouldn't do more podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm more like fly on the wall and again director. Even when I'm acting, I'll try to be like the random cameo in there rather than like the lead. Yeah, dude, you got you're a man of many facets. Like doing the doing our research on you know the guests this week, it was like, bro, you had a lot of a th- lot of you know content to go through. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, the YouTube is popping. Like, I want to jump right into it, bro. Like, some of your YouTube videos are, I mean, it's like some shit you'd see in a movie. For yeah, real, for real. Nah, thank you, um, man. One that really stood out to me was uh, superheroes. That's my, my favorite that video, one, of bro. All time. I love yeah. that one. How the fuck do you make that? Like, how so, how, how did that happen? <laughs> um, director I met, he was. Um, from Palm Coast, his name was Jason Blankenship, and he was really cool with FX and stuff and music videos with this group called Flow Wave. Um, so when I had done my previous video, like talking, I knew I wanted to. I'm weird, so I like mind fucks and videos. So I just thought visually seeing a video game or kind of like old school back in the day when you know fight and those type of games, mm-hmm. Marvel versus Capcom and stuff. I just thought if I could bring that to life, that would just be the most aesthetically pleasing thing ever. So when I found the director that was able to visually bring that he found uh, a director of photography his camera's name's justin mann and he brought this giant green screen out like it was the most insane thing ever it was it was a wild experience i ain't even gonna lie did it come out how you envisioned it is there anything that you like pictured but it didn't come out the way you um, wanted? honestly i came up with like the idea of like wanting it to be a uh, marvel versus capcom but the story aspect of it that's what jason kind of helped fill out and Mm -hmm. the whole intro of the dude coming in and seeing the bullies and he kind of filled all that out and the transition to him playing to get his headphones back that was that was definitely all jason so i got to give love to him on that but i love where it was like select your character yeah it's like going through everybody and you know you guys are all sitting there (laughs) and and, and honestly i was getting um like early days mortal kombat vibes yeah no dude you know back in day they just bounce so yeah most definitely a note to that is anyone who was a gamer that played when you wake up at six in the morning, the first thing you're about to do is hop on them, you know, Sega Genesis or yeah. Xbox and yeah. play those games. And that song low key could have been like, you know, the loading screen song for one of yeah, those yeah. games. Like, like you know, not to a T, but there you could totally see it. Like it went with the video really well, you know. Yeah, nah. Um, um, the dude who who I wrote that song with, um, his sound is kind of like that Kendrick Lamar active. So when I collaborated with him on that I, with that video game sound in mind, it was it was. It was. It kind of wrote itself, so it was cool. It turned and out good. I gotta give a shout out to the producer, Culture School. That's like my right hand man, who I do the majority of my live show songs with. Oh, really? Yeah. So that song is off of movies too. It's me and Culture School. I remember being in his bedroom, like because you know we're old school, so we do everything in house, and him actually making that beat in front of me and understanding where we're going to go with it. So I got to give a shout out to him because that's dope. The whole production on all that came from him. That's sweet. Is that how a lot of your songs come up? Like you're just sitting there with the beat, like making it and then you build off that. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of all depends. It depends who I'm working with. So with Quinn, cause my live shows I do, I work with Quinn too. So when we work together, we work like how are we going to perform this song live or anything? But so I might, you know, Mecca the Marvelous, I might work with him and he'll make songs again in front of me or he'll make it when I'm, you know, might be at work or something and send something and we'll just go back and forth. So it really all depends on which producer I'm working with and their workflow because as y'all know, working with different people and artists, everyone's schedule is different. So. Oh, for sure. And is it kind of is it kind of difficult to find somebody that um, is able to kind of produce work at the standard that you're like kind of steady producing shit at? Yeah. Like, dude, some of these videos, it's like, 
There's only a few people in the city that can put together videos like this. For no, being honest. It, exactly. It, it takes a team. It's, it definitely wasn't just one or two people. It literally had, like, when, when Jason came, he came with Justin. Justin came with his van that had all of his equipment in it, and he had a plus one that was helping him out. And then, obviously, I had all the cast and crew, but then they had some people helping them out with wardrobe. Like, it, it was a team effort. It definitely was more than, like, just a couple of us out there. So, What does that feel like for you whenever you've got, like, all these people kind of you know, in, in the end of the day, you're kind of the center core of like the reason everybody's here. You know, this none of this would be happening if you didn't have this idea and you didn't create this song. I just enjoy the actual creation of the art. So I want to make sure that the people that I'm inviting into the video are also having that same joy that mm-hmm. like they can live with that moment forever. You know, so that video was cool and all. But what was cooler was like I debuted it at Sunray. So it debuted at like a movie theater. You know, like it wasn't like just on YouTube. Like, yeah, I I went all out to be <laughs> extra. That is dope. The superheroes one. The superheroes. Yeah, oh I, my I God. had like uh, posters. So you know, cast and crew came. And a lot out of people and, pull out for it. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was packed out. I, nice. I've done two movie events. The next one was for a roller coaster, and we did that at Cinemark. So that was crazy too. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'd love to come to one of these. Let me know when the next one. I'll yeah, be sure we'll posting about it. But yeah, do you have one lined up already? Uh, yeah, for the end of the year, I'll probably do another one. We did one last year. Me and Cutie uh, for Purple. So when we debuted the Lala video, we went to the Channel 4 News Station, the WJCT oh Studios. And yeah, I just I spend too much effort and time, and I'm such a, again, movies person, and I like visually aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing things. So I like to debut them as such. You know, it's, it's not You can really tell like, by looking at your videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, you definitely go the extra mile. Do you feel like going that extra mile and making – making a lot of your content like as high quality as you do, do you feel like that kind of gives you an edge because you don't have to really market it as much? Like you, which you are going out of your way to market. It's super crazy, but like yeah. it kind of markets itself when it's like such good content, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. It's much easier, especially these days when content's kind of running all social media um, for it to speak for itself. And I'm, again, I'm old school, so I don't really like to be that person in front of the camera and be like, listen to my shit, you know? Like, yeah, so yeah. if, if I can have a, uh, an art that's able to to speak for me. Like, back in the day, right, this America video comes out. I remember listening to that song, like the song before the video, and was like, eh, you know. Then I watched the video, and then I'm in love with the song now. So, yeah. like, so many videos have that appeal to them that'll make you think back, like, oh, you know, maybe I, maybe I was jigging to it. I just yeah. didn't, you know, didn't know yet. So, and Michael Jackson was huge on that with his videos back oh, in the day. Sure. So, and it makes you hear it different. Like it, it tells a different story when you can see everything. It, it finishes the vision. Yeah. Like it, Have you ever made something and not liked it? Like not posted it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. We all have those. Uh, I mean, in my early days before I kind of figured it out, I had like two videos where it didn't work out how I wanted it to. It's not like they were bad videos, just kind of not up to the bar that I would like to set for myself. So I, you know, hid those on YouTube. And then I directed a video for Cutie once for her album called Sweetheart, but that never made the light of day. We just weren't, we, again, we have a bar for ourselves. So yeah, if it doesn't yeah. hit that bar, it's like, nah. Other conditions sometimes come into play. Like when you're making a video or something like that, like I'm not gonna lie, me and Joey, we had to scrap an entire on the road episode. No one even knows. This is the first time we've ever talked about this. We actually, yeah. <laughs> we drove all the way to Daytona um, and went to a car show and like did this. It was a really cool event actually. Had a lot of content. A lot of content, bro. But it was pouring rain like half the time. So like when we got back, we're like, (laughs) I'm like trying to edit some of this stuff, but it's like, even when we're walking inside, there'll be like a raindrop, like in the center of the camera or something. Mm -hmm. And just like little things where I'm like, at the end of the day, I could have probably thrown something together and like just put out something, you know, but, um, 
you know, it's just not going to be like what I really what want people to be yeah. the representation of like what I want to hold for the pot or whatever. And like you were saying, like the bar you're kind of setting for yourself. Um, so but we still went on the road. We still had a good time. Yeah. We yeah. Had, no, I mean, it's a memory, right? You're yeah. Like, for, yeah sure, does it? for sure. I and call we, them forever memories. You don't ever forget them, but that we, doesn't mean the world needs to have it with this. Oh, a hundred percent. And we, uh, you know, we did a, good, a ton of good promo for the pod. Like, you know, met some really cool people that ended up being potential guests and, um, just handed out, you know, stickers, things like that. Just kind of promoted yeah, it yeah. and did, did good things with it. But, um, yeah, like kind of like what you're saying is just other things sometimes just come into play and just, you're, you don't really want to drop it, you know? Um, and to be honest with that video there, when I was sitting there editing, I was like, there's a chance, you know, yeah, I was yeah, like, there's yeah. some really funny <laughs> clips in it. I'm like, I could, I could see ourselves like, you know, maybe throwing something together, making it kind of cool. But after you cut out like so many of the clips, it's just like, there's missing pieces. There's no really flow. Want to be in there. Not yeah. a lot of flow. We dressed um, up for that too. Man. I had my mullet. I, I bought my first pair of blue jeans from yeah. Walmart. Not the first pair. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had a, uh, he had like a vintage, what was it, Guns N' Roses tea or something no, I think like it that. was Poison. Yeah. And it wasn't vintage, it too was from Walmart. So. Yeah. <laughs> I had like a damn vintage Daytona 500 shirt. It yeah. was it was so funny. We really went all out for that video. But um, hey, you know, they'll be doing it next year too. So hopefully if we can get better weather next year, we'll try to, you know, score that shit again. Yeah. Now that type of stuff happens, especially like making songs too. I can't explain to you how many songs I might do and be like, oh, 20 of these are going to come out. And then, you know, after six weeks, you're like, all right, I like these eight. And then... Yeah, to just in a vault that you'll never ever see again. But do you ever think it's because you made it? Because I feel like a lot I mean, of people definitely. don't like it because it's them and they're so they're so judgmental on themselves. Yeah, I mean, I have a my family is my team, so I let them hear everything and then I take all of their notes. Because normally, if there are twenty songs, I will only pick eight, and then my team will be like, "Shut up, we're gonna use fourteen, and you're gonna accept it." And then worst comes to worst, it comes out, and then everyone's like, "I love this song," and I'm like. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate that song. Yeah. Like, and me and Just because you don't like it. I mean, everybody likes different things. Yeah. I had to learn that earlier, though. And I'm big on that now, especially like with any of my artist friends. Like, hey, it's not really about you. It's about the listener, the consumer. Yeah. They might take it a different way. You might save a different life. So I try as hard as I can. But again, sometimes it's like, nope. You know, like, I'm just not putting this out. This is not the up to the bar. But do you ever feel like some songs need the video? Like, Actually, some songs I write with the video in mind. So, like, I had, way. like, a short film that I came up with called Drum and Sarah. Like, when I wrote that song, it was with the actual aspect of the short film. Like, except Superpowers was the same way. I was like, as soon as I wrote that song, I was like, bro, so we're going to have this, like, <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom, and I'm, I'm going to learn a crowd. Like, we choreographed that, that whole thing. Me and this, the my friend Dominique, we did all three fights because we used to be old school, like... <laughs> Star Wars obsessed, go to, you know, different cons dressed up as the characters and like randomly break out and choreograph fights and stuff. <laughs> like so <laughs> funny. So we would literally have to spend, you know, two times, three times out of a week linking up and, and learning fights. So it was kind of like already up in our alley to choreograph. So when we got the superpowers, that was, it was just crazy. You know, sometimes like with certain videos, for me especially, like well, kind of like what you were saying before is you hear a certain song, but the video really makes it for you, bro. Like then yeah. from that point on, every time you listen to that song, you kind of see the video. And that's how I feel with the majority of the songs that, you know, you've put out. Um, Heck yeah, thank you, man. Another one, <laughs> no, for sure. And, and another one that, you know, was honestly... I know so many people have been fucking with this song because I've been, I, you know, at least put three people on this song and every single person like throughout the week, they're like, you know, I'll catch them listen to it. Or, you know, my girl's been bumping it all fucking week. Um, and that's Lala hey. with uh, you and Cutie put that one out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that shit is the video for it goes so hard. 
That was see like, that song when we did that project. We were we did that whole project in like three days. It was no, yeah, way. it was. <laughs> that's what's so funny. Like when you're creating, you're you're just effortlessly putting content out, and mm-hmm. then again, like we did those seven songs in three days, and we put it out like a year later. So we like sat on it for a year because we knew that it was lit, but we just didn't want to put it out and it fumbled. So we waited for like, again, like our anniversaries in February. So when we dropped it, it was like an anniversary present to ourselves. Yeah. You know? So it was dope. But we we also knew when we had Lala that was like, oh, shoot, this is it's kind of one of them ones. And was um was that cute doing all the vocals like the like kind of like the B part? See, she's, she's spearheads. Bro, that all shit is- of <laughs> That whole group. If you've noticed in the stories, it goes bright purple, cutie, and Jeremy Ryan. She's yeah, she is the leader, just like in a relationship. So, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think you guys, you know, you guys are like the perfect duo, honestly, on a lot of these songs. It's like she's she's got a great voice. It kind of like you know will kind of harmonize like any any beat sort of thing. And then she's dude, the she's the talent man. You throw it down. I'm telling you, she's <laughs> she's the. Like if have, anyone gets out, it's gonna be her first. She's the she's the real hidden gem, and and she's been showing too with her work ethic and the music, her album Trance that came out, and her visuals, like the Trance music video, her Queen affirmations. They're they're top tier. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm honored to work with that such talent. Yeah, no, I mean you guys are both such a high standard. I fucking love it. I think as a consumer, yeah. you you gotta you know applaud you and Cutie and the things you guys are doing because it's like you guys are absolutely crushing it. And, um, I think a lot of people want to step into. The, you know, the music space or um, any any kind of space, really, and not really go, like, 100% in with it. Or they kind of have a vision, but they just kind of half-ass it in the end of the day. Um, and they pay the price for it, you know what I mean? And then you yeah. see artists like yourself where you're like, you can't not support this dude, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, <laughs> like people that actually are going all in with it, you know? Um, so, yeah, shout-out to you. Shout-out Cutie as well, because you hey, guys are fucking you, crushing man. it, man. No. You guys are a great duo. I think that um, at really every song that you guys dropped on that album was – was fire thank you you know um i want to talk about the name bright purple so <laughs> All right. it, it All is right. purple right yeah it's purple okay it's mis- misspelled on purpose but i keep wanting to say propel same no that's not <laughs> <laughs> propel, bright bright propel. propel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now our favorite color is purple and that's just that was ironic so is your we, favorite color purple or bright purple uh True. i mean it's Where's the when, bright come from? When you break down each term, like bright, right, being vibrant and, and kind of standing out in its own way. And then the fact that purple in itself means like royalty. And, you know, back in the days, that's what all the kings and queens and Egyptians used to wear is, you know, purple linen and stuff. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, they that just, makes sense. Yeah, I guess. it's a royalty color for sure. So it, it the fact that it was both of our favorite colors without knowing it was like, all right. And then she loves to misspell things on purpose. So. <laughs> Is I, that I was, why it's E L? Yeah, no, but you know, like I said, it, it works because it stands out. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, and it kind of makes you think like you do think it it catches your eye, I guess, is what it is. It's yeah. like right away. And it's cool too because, you know, no one's gonna have the misspelled bright purple as a handle on any social yeah, media. Any, yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. dope too, because you don't gotta really be competing with a bunch of people mm-hmm. where and even with not even being social media, being like Spotify and things like that, whenever people search up the E L version. Yeah, that's the only as far as I know, one. it's the only one that pops that's up. Gotta right? be. I'll take <laughs> that, man. Again, my I go by my name, I pulled a Will Smith. But there are also a lot of Jeremy Ryan, so like I myself run into that dilemma. So it's cool that Bright Purple doesn't have to jump those hurdles because mm-hmm. they stand out. So was that ever kind of a thought process for you whenever you were you know first getting into music and things like that? Where you, did you think about choosing a name? You know, like Little yeah. This or Big That or whatever. I had, I had yeah. I mean, <laughs> most most people go through 
identity crisis, and I definitely had that. I went through like, you can ask my family, like twenty different names. Let's hear I don't some like, of them. Uh, they're bad, man. I went through like <laughs> little germ. Nah, nah, it was it was bad, man. I shouldn't probably even speak this out loud. Uh, no, nah, I went through like J Rock. Then J Rock was actually like a popular artist back then. So yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah. I, I've heard say, of I was gonna say that name sounds super familiar. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> Christian artist and actual J Rock. Yeah. Two different types spelled a different way. So I was like, can't do that one. Um, I do like that name though. I don't think that's like a super like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be embarrassed by that name. I think J Rock sounds good like either way, you know. But it, obviously, if there's other people that have that name, you know. I mean, already know. big names too. It was like yeah, right. couldn't even, it's not even competition. It was like you stealing that famous yeah. person's name. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. That's plagiarism at its highest degree. <laughs> For so sure. uh, I had uh, my like my full name is I have four names, so it's like Jeremy Nelson Ryan Bracken. So I went by Nelson Ryan for a little bit, uh, but. Just Nelson, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> there ain't no wrong with Nelson. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. It's just like, you know, not very think, just say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. It's not as, it doesn't have as good of a sound as Jeremy Ryan. I think, yeah, I think Jeremy sure. Ryan sounds sick. I like, yeah. I like the one with that. My older brother came up with that. Because again, I, that's why I have a team, right? Because I was like, Nelson Ryan, this is it. And he was just like, eh, what about Jay Money? Jay Dollar Jay. <laughs> Man, they, they told me, man, they got bad. I had like Young Miller back in the day. I could, Young I, Miller's kind of cool. That shit got hard. I right? was like, nah, not, not with the music I was making then. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I ruined that name for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> what what made you and uh, Cutie want to start Bright Purple? What, what was like the, because obviously you guys are like, you know, thriving artists on your own, in your own spaces, you know what I mean? So I feel like um, you guys could very easily just collab with each other whenever you want and just kind of like do whatever. But actually starting like a, you know, group, right? Purple, what, what kind of like sparked that? You it think? was extremely organic. Like, I can't say that we planned that, like, we should totally take your fan base and my fan base. And like, it wasn't even like that. Oh, yeah. It was just like working with the producer. Um, actually, I met him in Miami. His name's uh, uh, A-Tone, A-Tone Beats. Sent me a pack. And then, so we're working. And at the time, that was like, you know, everyone was working from home because COVID. So, you know, we got some free time while working. And then, song here song there and then it's like i think we're stumbling upon something and mm-hmm. next thing you know seven and i was like oh, we gotta stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or go harder yeah i mean there really was an ep but for some reason stores read seven songs like as album so it, it looks and appears as album but yeah. we're gonna eventually hit that point what's the, like the actual difference uh like an ep extended play is like three to five songs it depends on like the length so i think it's like up to 15 minutes and then anything past at least nowadays, anything okay. past like fifteen minutes or seventeen minutes is recognized as a album, as a LP. Yeah, gotcha. It's weird because back in the older days, is LP long play? What is an LP? Uh, it's like yeah, length play, full length play. So. Um, it's like usually it's like up to <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's like up to like thirty or forty minutes usually. But that's you know vinyl days you were playing on side A and then yeah. you have to flip it so. That makes sense, actually, when you think about it. Like, because I mean, usually, typically, if you hear an EP, you're expecting it to be like two or three songs, maybe, yeah. you know, nothing crazy. But no, I feel like that it does kind of have that album feel to it, if we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, no, seven songs is like you can listen to it all the way through and kill a, you know, we, close to 30 We do minutes. a lot. Like, we, we do a lot of layering. So, and we love old school, like church choir music. So they're filled up, you know, there's every layer in there. So yeah. we might do. I might do a mid, but then she'll do a high mid, and then I'll do a low, and then she'll do a low mid, and then next thing you know, it's like, sounds like we have a- Got the whole course in Yeah, there. but it's just two people, so it's cool because we don't have to, we don't have to do much, but at the same time, we do a lot, which is why it's able. So, like, Lala, it's, like, I remember when I was 
when we were writing that song, I originally was going to sing the La La part, and I was like, you know, it sound better, your voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then again. It, it flows so good, bro. Yeah. What just happened? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Like, this shit goes hard, bro. <laughs> I told Joey, I was like, we should start off the episode, and you're doing We were going to perform it. Yeah, no. I was like, he does a La La part, and I'll be like, what just happened? It, it, but that song is super catchy, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, it's just one of those songs where it's just kind of, like, I mean, you could listen to the beat on its own and just fucking, just her going la-la for fucking three minutes. You know what I mean? Bro, just, her scatting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that whole jazz scatting part. Because at that point in the song, we were just like, you know, how can we do something different? Yeah. And again, it's like, she was just, I, I feel like she was just bullshitting. Like, she was just in there just like, I was like, that, get in there right now and do that. And It felt super natural, for sure. Like, it sounded like it was just, like... Like what you were saying, just kind of just off the dome. Yeah. It, it's dope. I love I love that whole song was just produced super well. And I like how you guys also put together like long form songs. Like nowadays, you don't really see that. I mean, yeah. even it's, I, I understand why, obviously. Yeah. It's like, you know, you don't want to like bore people with like a fucking five minute song where it's like there's parts of it where it's kind of like slow and it's switching up a lot. But then again, you have people nowadays where they're dropping like a minute and 40 second song. Yeah. And I, you're just like, you're like, come on, man. Like, I want, I want to hear like, just, I, I want to hear the song longer. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I'm, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Like the forever track we had on colors, I, I specifically cut short. I was just like, rather than play it on a loop then. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, as an artist, you experiment, but I'm also a person that's like, rather giving them the full and having them sit through a short film damn near even if it's just a song like the song could be six or seven minutes because back in the day if you were listening to bad like mm-hmm. michael jackson said that hook like seventeen thousand times that's true that's <laughs> no. actually true and each time you're like so that it feels like it just always comes back to the actual music like the actual content of it has to be good so it's a i'm you know that's what humbles me to know that when we're in there creating la la, that people actually are, it sits with people. Like they'll be randomly la 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 la, and like that. Oh, dude, that means you have no up. fucking yeah. idea, bro. You have no fucking idea for real. if I'm ever just like sitting there, like messing around with something, or I'm just like fidgeting, and I'm like, like it's just kind of, and it's cool too because you would think that that like hearing that repetitively, like what is it, three or four times throughout that song, whatever, That's a lot, yeah. And so it's like as it's happening, you would think like after a few times, yeah, you think that shit get long as fuck, catchy, but that's just kind of dude, you like it. More and yeah. more that like as you keep listening to it, it kind of just gets you know, it it's kind of it builds stuck. on you for sure. Yeah, and it definitely gets stuck in your head. But um, I love that song so fucking much. <laughs> and I think the video goes with it. It just complements it even better too. Like it just makes it you makes you like the song you know even more. I appreciate um, that, man. That was recent too. We I was felt like that was the most recent video that we just came out with. So is it hard getting this many people together to like? I'm not gonna lie. That surprised both of us. That. Like there was like forty people up in there. Yeah. It was cool though, but we took care of him. We I brought a chef out there and he cooked. So like everyone ate some like pasta and breadsticks and had that's awesome drinks and stuff. But. And then I seen you at uh, Broadway Louis out there. He's actually in yeah. our. Um, he's part of the OG Sessions Fantasy Football League. Um, <laughs> that boy's trash. He's trash. Yeah, fuck Broadway <laughs> Louis, bro. Fucking garbage. I ain't gonna say that, bro. I, I gotta see your play before you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, but yeah, he was he was like one of the main characters in that one too. Which I yeah, no, nah, really cool. he he as a persona stands out, man. I, oh yeah, like seeing him in the uh, Soulhood movies is kind of how I was introduced to him, and then kind of in the credits of those movies, his music will be playing. And I just remember being like, "This is Broadway with it." So just yeah. working with him, I was honored that he was just down to do it. And as you see, his he, didn't, he had to do nothing but be himself, and it, and it mm-hmm. stood out. So it worked out. And then my friend uh, Amira, I went to school with her. 
So when I wrote that role, it was I wrote it with someone that can again stand out on their own, and I wanted to make sure that that the chemistry between the two worked out, and it was effortless. So is it difficult to reach out to people and like offer these roles to them? I mean, obviously, I'm sure some of them are like friends, or you know them personally, or whatever it is. Because yeah. even I recognize some of the faces in some of your videos. I'm like, oh, that's so and so, and um, yeah, usually it's like a friend of a friend of a friend if it's not someone i know directly but that video specifically lala there were a lot of people in there that i had i didn't know like it it worked out extremely well yeah yeah but again that was kind of like one of the first casting casting calls is what i'll call it and people showed up it was like oh shoot like even me and her we were getting dressed in there we were like yo just stick in there like they cleared the food like i think we cooked for like 50 <laughs> people that's crazy and they ate all of it so Damn. like i think like, even people that were like helping on the team didn't get a plate like it went quick it was wild. That's but awesome, bro. Just want to make sure we take care of the people that that support us. You know, like a lot of people can think because you're working or you have big numbers, they'll be like, you know, let me get a hundred dollars for this cameo. So it was cool to have people to just not only support, but then come to the event afterwards to see them on the big screen. And mm-hmm. so it's again, it's more of a moment for everyone that the world gets to see when it eventually sees the, you know, hits YouTube and whatnot. And they're going to be proud of it as well. Whenever it's such a high quality project, like yeah. dude, it's like being in like a big movie, you know, it's like that same kind of like feeling where, you know, you feel like you're a part of something great. Yeah. I think in, everyone wants to be a part of something great. Um, but there's not a lot of people that are doing great shit. And so it's like one of those things where when yeah. you do find artists like yourself and they're having a cast and car or something, I, I could see why a ton of people would want to show up, honestly, bro. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate that. And I shout out show. Breezy's cause you know, not many establishments, We'll let an income upcoming artist, you know, come in, shoot a music video in their venue. So mm-hmm. much, oh, for much sure. respect to Breezy's Jazz Restaurant for letting us come in there and basically rent the establishment to us to shoot this video. How like how long does it take to set this shit up, man? Because it's like you're looking at the video and it looks. I mean, it looks it's like an actual movie production. Like, it, like it actually was a movie yeah. production. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy, bro. And it's in the song itself is such a good song on it, on its own. Like what, what we've been saying, but. Um, it's like having just set up everything where you've got all these people to kind of like navigate between and make sure they're all kind of doing their role and playing their part. Yeah. But then also like trying to make sure that everyone's kind of enjoying themselves and where you're getting the project done that you want to get done. Like you're getting what you get out of it and you don't want to like miss any parts and things like that. Like, is it, yeah. does it get like stressful? Are you kind of like in the moment, like flying around everywhere? Um, well, when you have a good team, you don't really have to. So Adam Madrid is who I shot that video with, and he is phenomenal with putting together the perfect team. So everyone knows what the vision is. Everyone knows their role. So when they're there, someone's there to do sound. Someone's there specifically to do audio. Someone's holding the boomstick. Someone, you know, making sure the continuity is right. Like, hey, you were sitting in this seat, so you can't be over there. You need to be over there and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't, I actually don't, I prefer videos like that so I can do less. I can just get in my role and make sure all the people that are there are comfortable instead of, the P's and Q's. And then, I, I mean, I'll go behind and make sure I like this camera view or make sure mm-hmm. that they're saying the lines. But when you have a team and it's more than just you, it, it makes your job a lot easier. So for that shoot, was, again, shout out to Adam and, and Monique. They they make our jobs a lot easier. So I just we just had to go up in there, make sure everyone was fed, and then, you know, don't look the camera in the eye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's rule number one. Just yeah. when you're dancing, just don't look it in the eye. Was there ever, like, when you first started making music and things like that, was this were you kind of like inspired by other people's music videos and it kind of like triggered this like desire to kind of make these like super high quality videos or how did this all be like kind of begin? I mean, man, Michael Jackson, I mean, smooth criminal videos, right? The thriller videos, those were all short film videos. Mm -hmm. So I just, as a member, as a kid watching any of those videos, the beat it videos, and then 
I'm real big on Childish Gambino and all his videos are insane and very specific, like sweatpants and how he used to go into that, you know, restaurant and then go in a loop. But every time he would come back, the loop ever be a little bit different. Um, that was kind of the note to my like phone home videos. Every time something's a little bit different in the room, like it's just, again, the eye keeps the person appealed and you create something organic within the music and the visual itself. So it allows it to stand out. So I just, when I do videos, I want to make sure that it's an idea that I can always give a note to something like a most recent video I came out with was BMF and it was a note to Quentin Tarantino because him visually like the hateful eight uh, kill bill videos, like he, his style is, it stands out on its mm-hmm. own. So you as an artist, when you're creating something, you want your own art to stand out as such. So I just want to make sure that when I'm delivering that, that happens. It's it's really interesting because with, you know, a lot of the videos that you are putting out, every single one of them kind of tells like its own story. And it's funny yeah. that you mentioned Michael Jackson because dude, Michael Jackson, I fucking love Michael Jackson videos, yeah. bro. He is a legend with this shit. And, um, I, I mean, everyone's seen the, the thriller videos, the beat, even Billy Jean and shit like that, bro. Like all those videos go so hard. It's funny. My grandma was actually a diehard Michael Jackson fan, yeah. like big <laughs> Michael Jackson fan. She actually, um, could like, she do the moonwalk? No, she actually couldn't walk, Joey. Thanks, but, um, but what's Sorry. funny is, yeah, yeah. Good time. Um, no, but what's funny is she actually used to have like a giant Michael Jackson cutout Yo. in her fucking living room, bro. Like I remember just being a kid and like I didn't really know who this guy was, yeah. you know, and he was just kind of like, I think he was doing like the pose where it's like on his toes or whatever. He's like yeah. grabbing his hat and shit and he would just Iconic. be sitting there. Yeah. And I mean, it was dope, but it's like a life size cutout and it would always just sit right by the TV. So you couldn't really watch TV without like staring at looking at like Michael Jackson. And so I remember like, honestly, you know, I didn't, I really like, I knew about him, but I was like a kid, you know, like just kind of like looking at this figure or whatever. And, um, I remember dude, when he passed away, yeah. like obviously at that point I had already heard of Michael Jackson. I kind of like knew he was like an icon and stuff. Um, but bro, when he passed away, my grandma lost it, bro. Like it was like, it was really bad. We all were, you know, it got really bad. (laughs) She's a big Michael Jackson fan. And so that's kind of like, I kind of started doing some deep diving into Michael and she knows she, we started watching some like his old stuff. And one thing that was really crazy about like his, when he was like at the top of his game is like, dude, his concerts, like at that time, bro, like a Michael Jackson live show, there's still, I feel like to this day, there's still really nothing like a Michael Jackson live show. People were again, fainting at his sight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five minutes in his set. Like it's, I don't know the venues that he's selling out. It's like, you know, it's like some Taylor Swift shit, I guess would be like the closest artist today to where like, you've got people standing outside the venue just to like hear it, you know, don't, don't artists that big have like that law on them. Like they can't go out in public because they don't cite a riot. Like no way. Like I'm pretty like Beyonce is like that. Michael Jack. It's like they can't go. I out. saw a clip of Michael Jackson going to church, and the, like everybody was supposed to keep it quiet. The pastor knew he was coming, but the pastor told somebody, and literally within 12 hours, like there was thousands of people outside that church yeah. waiting for him the next day. When you're that big, you can't you can't go outside legally. Like you, that's just weird. Pretty sure Beyonce is like that too. Like if he steps outside, like a Red Lobster, and it starts a riot, she gets in trouble. Would you yeah. want to get to that point? Hell no. <laughs> I'm I'm so to myself, man. I if I could be Jordan Peele, you know, like as soon as his show was out, he just went back and just started mm-hmm. writing films, that would just be the idea. But I feel like again, Childish Gambino is a good level, you know, currency are good levels. They can still go to Walmart and take pictures with people, but how would you feel about making a soundtrack for a movie? 
I actually just did. I don't know when the movie's <laughs> coming out. Yeah, it's a movie called Let Me Be Corey, an independent Jackson, uh, Jacksonville independent film. That's awesome. Um, a comedy, too, but more like knocked up, you know, raunchy, mm-hmm. super bad. Um, so that soundtrack should be coming out soon, but that was fun. But I definitely want to get into sync placements and, you know, being in TV shows and movies because that's literally what I thrive how do you get into that like what is the like steps you take to like reach out to people to become a person i'm sure actually for a lot of these soundtracks they probably have multiple people on it right like multiple different artists it's probably not just one. yeah artist. it's again it, it kind of all depends on who you're working with um this world as we all know is like a who you know world rather than uh you know it's definitely a connections world so mm-hmm. when you are working with the person who's actually making the movie you probably got more pull than someone who's trying to just reach out on the internet to try to get in somewhere so For sure if i'm you know trying to be on the power tv show i'm gonna need either a sync placement of someone who knows someone directly with the power or know someone who's actually shooting you know like yeah it's, it's either one or the two otherwise everyone will be able to do it so mm-hmm. um i haven't really even tapped into that world yet i've just recently been doing more actual like short films and trying to write scripts and being in movies but just more of not like leading it, just seeing, okay, I like that director of photography. Like I like that person who handles their sound. So, cause I'm building my own stuff. So I just, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, having the same correct high level team going forward. Cause Jacksonville's got hella film talent. So people oh, are yeah. on Netflix here or traveling to Germany here. So, you know, like the person who I did superpowers with Justin Mann, he actually just won film of Palooza last year. Right. So I can't have him on every shoot. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I want to maintain that same quality, right? So it requires that homework of going to these different films and movies and and taking notes and just puzzle pieces to to get back and keeping that same status quo of superpower like esque type footage, you know? For sure. Uh, how important do you think it is to kind of surround yourself with people that all kind of have that same vision in mind of like, all right, we're going for the highest level of this shit. We're not really trying to yeah. do. Half-ass, because with, like you said, like, there's a ton of people that are in Jacksonville that have the talent. Um, there's a ton of people that are in Jacksonville that actually flex that shit, too. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, a lot of places, it's like, you know, people have the talent, but they're just not applying themselves, or they're just not it's, really serious about it. It's the work it. ethic. I just, like, fleece for me, I, I outwork everyone. Mm-hmm. So I want to be around people that I feel like are outworking me. Like, I don't, you know, you never want to be the smartest guy or the hardest working person in the room. So if I am that, that's kind of how I know not to stay around certain folks, because, mm-hmm. like... If if something like selling out a theater to debut your video is enough for you, then this ain't for you. You know, like 100%. I don't I don't live in the past. I whatever I've done, I've done. But there are bigger goals going forward. So it's just staying around the same people who also want to work just as hard is just as important as anything when you're doing anything. I'm sure when y'all you know meeting different people who are in the podcast world, there are people who are putting in the serious hours. Right, you're not going to take someone who's not really working as hard as say you or the person that you know is setting the standards. So. Oh, hundred percent, bro. And um, would you consider yourself like a, more of an introverted person, or I'm do you think it's introvert? I mean, once you get to know me, I won't shut up. But like, I'm not a, I'm not looking for new friends, right? Because yeah. you're working, you're, you know, so you ain't got time for. You that. Ain't got time. You, yeah. It's a constant grind, and I don't. If you see the rate of how people are going, I'm not trying to be working in my fifties and sixties. Well, you know, no, like dude, I'm trying to trust. be chilling. You know, so and I ain't got no kids, so this is like the perfect time to. Get it in and, and, and grind now so that when that time comes, I'm not stressing or, like, worrying about bills or anything like that. So. Oh, 100%, bro. You know, we've been talking about the short film thing. Are you kind of into – do you like long-form movies too? Like, you know. You, on full length? Yeah, full length. Yeah, man. I am a movie fanatic. I, I, I'm 
I collect DVDs, so like uh, streaming is is weird to me, you know. Like, yeah. I grew up with the you know cassettes, the radio cassettes, all the way to the CD players, to you know. So when movies, I have DVDs, so I have like over eight hundred DVDs collected Damn. and Damn. still going. Yeah, man. I'm and I'm not saying like I'm you know a movie critic like professionally, but like yeah. I like what I like, and when I like it, I purchase it. Like okay, I, girl, gotta, they, I gotta ask you this: You ever seen Old Yeller? Nah, oh, man, damn. it's a dog movie, isn't it? Yeah, okay. At least you know that. I, mean, I know of it. Nick but... makes fun of me all the time for liking that movie. It's such an old ass movie. It's I like a western. I've seen it when I was like a kid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. But I've watched it like 30 times every day as a kid. <laughs> so like that movie alone, and I don't watch movies regularly. So that movie alone is like ingrained. That's so crazy that you bring up old yellow. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's isn't it so random? Like I've got a couple movies where it was like you know, as a kid, it was like your your parents. We'd have the um little. TV you put on the back of the head thing or whatever, or the headrest yeah, yeah, whenever when you're, you're driving. driving. Oh, and, yeah. I'm car- and yeah. we only had one fucking movie, bro. And so it was like when, you know, I'd go and stay at my dad's house on the weekends, and I'm like a freaking child. It's like I was watching Up, bro. So I'm telling you, <laughs> I know like every single one in Up till this day. I haven't seen it in like a decade, bro. so sad, too. So sad, bro, every single time. And it's like, I swear to God, it would come on like right as the you know, house yeah, yeah. is like going away. And I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> And um no, but that that movie was like now that it's kind of like the same shit he's saying about Old Yeller. It's old like, Yeller I, is the move, the one movie that the, I had. That's I feel I you, watched. I feel you, but it's like Old Yeller. Come on, bro. Yeah, a good I, movie. I, I mean, no, it's different. Like my one was like Atlantis. You know the oh, uh, that's funny. You know what I'm saying the yeah, old yeah. school one, <laughs> yeah. the animated one. That was I literally could verbatim quote every line from start to finish. That is back so funny. So I, it'd be like that, but just. I don't know, man. Just like Christopher Nolan is iconic, man. Him for sure. And I'm not even going to cheat and be like the Batman series because mm-hmm. you know that's an IP. But his personal stuff. So Inception, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all mess with Interstellar. Oh, dude, you know, I've heard of it. Tenet, mind fuck, bro. Interstellar, yeah, Interstellar is crazy, bro. Just, just dude, that movie. It's like, how does someone even have like the thought capabilities to like? Come to up plan with, that out. To plan yeah, that out. Yeah. Like, like it's, it almost seems like it's one of those things where it kind of, they were like planning for something else to happen. And then like, as they're filming it, they're like, oh no, here's what nah, Chris is, you know, cause Chris is serious, man. He takes like years to write his scripts out. And then like, say if it has something to do with space, he'll go to actual scientists and astrophysicists yeah. to make sure it gets as close as possible. Like he's not like the 2012 director. Is it crazy? Like black mirror crazy. You ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen Black Mirror. Black Mirror is weird. Yeah. yeah. But it's like poetically beautiful how they can write certain episodes. And I think they had like one season where it doesn't matter which way you're watching it, it all still makes sense. Yeah. That's great. As a writer, I would love to create something like that. Like those anthology series are running out. I think the most recent one is like uh, like Robots Love Crap. It's like an animated series that was on Netflix. Uh, Crap. It's like Robots Sex and Love. Uh uh-uh. uh, I ain't never heard of that. Ah oh, man, I'm gonna have to. We gotta check that. Robot sex. I mean, if it's as good as Black Mirror, like, dude, I'll give that shit. A Black shot. Mirror just like twisted your mind. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, those are I love Black like, Mirror. Yeah, those are like uh, for the most part like real characters in Black mm-hmm. Mirror, but for the animated one, it's like every episode is a different artist, so it has a different visually like team that like orchestrated like a different font. Form. Yeah, like 
the whole every episode. You mentioned that you're like super introverted, but it seems like whenever you're in the camera, or like when you're on the camera for most of your videos, you seem like the biggest extrovert ever, bro. I mean, like you, you. I mean, you've obviously played the role. You got a job to do, but it's like I mean, he's a good actor for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah but you're fucking like like when you're in it. I don't know. You just don't. You. It, I wouldn't picture. You know, you being like kind of playing the role that you are, kind of acting. Like, I wouldn't have thought you were an introvert. I guess is the real thing. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I'm Jim Carrey, right? Chris Tucker. Chris Rock, those are like outlandish personalities, and those are people that I were very fond of growing up. So, like, that's kind of where I get my like extraness from. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like that naturally. Like, Jim Carrey is obviously Jim Carrey's cool. hilarious. Like, he's, the, he's the bar, bro. Like, Ace Ventura movies. When oh, he's like, oh, oh. righty then. Like, <laughs> I talk so like funny. that naturally. Like, that's I don't know. Just people don't aren't like that anymore. It's oh, weird, sure. but I, that's but I am. But you know, just as Jim Carrey, like you know, he's like. I could retire after Sonic 2. Like, I'm good with my piece. Um, I don't, I, I am enough, you know? So, like, I don't yeah. thrive to go outside or, like, meet new people. And especially because I'm, I'm old, man. Like, I'm, I feel like, like, I'm 30. So, once I hit 30, I was like, everything. I thought you were 22, man. Nah, yeah, man. that's crazy. I thought you were way younger than nah, that. No, nah, no, I just turned 30. Like, I'm on my 31st year. So, like, damn. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on business, man. You know? Yeah, I mean, shit, dude. You're going strong, honestly. I mean, you seem like you're super experienced when you look at the stuff you're putting out. So, it's like, I've only been in this sense. for five years, though. No way. In 2018 is when I got started professionally. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> what were you doing would, before that? Yeah. Like anything with music? or? Uh, I mean, I've been making music since I was like age eight, like 11, but I just never professionally started selling music until, mm-hmm. again, 2018, when I kind of discovered the music scene was kind of popping here, like Love Culture and Biz Levin. And yeah. Just, I, I, was like, oh, I have a home here, you know, because Jacksonville doesn't really have a uplifting, positive music scene. So Mm-mm, someone no. like me definitely doesn't stand out. And I, I'm like a, I'm a high percentage shooter, you know, like I don't, I don't shoot reckless shots. So when I, when I felt like it was, it was a, there was a lane for me here. It's kind of when I was like, all right, I think it's, I can do this. And then culture school, my right hand man, he, uh, he was like, bro, if we're doing this, we, we jumping in. We're not you're not half time in an artist because he's he's actually been in this. He's traveled with different bands before. You know, and an alias of it has been viral and is currently, you know, still selling records like he's he's been through it all. So he was like, you know, don't want to waste time with someone who's like says they want it. But, you know, you kind of words are different than action. So but he's he's that's the OG man. Culture School has let me like he's in, you know, informed me so much about music industry stuff because I have a business degree. But, you know, music industry is different than music business. So dealing with different artists, whether they may be divas or, you know, just humble people that are trying to show love and explain. So I've just, I'm a fast learner too. So just in the five years I'm able, wherever I go to be the fly on the wall, like I'm not usually the one that's talking up in the room and, you know, trying to be the spotlight. I'm usually just in the back with a Marvel cap, you know, no one ever really sees me. Mm-hmm. It's hard now because I have dreads, but before then I, like I came in bald headed. So like my hair is an actual depiction of how long i've been doing this yeah uh, so. are you gonna <laughs> keep it that way you're not gonna cut yeah it? i'm not gonna cut it probably not until like i have my first kid or something but for right now it's gonna grow so nice. it's gonna you're gonna wait for it to symbolize something yeah i mean it's strength too like i yeah. feel like i found myself and then are you gonna keep your dreads when you cut them off nah <laughs> i'm not i'm not put them on yeah like, put them because people keep them because so i don't know if y'all know this, they keep them because they might want to put them back in yeah yeah and i'm in time back in yeah. no way yeah. yeah i did not know that i feel like such a dumbass <laughs> that's why they keep them so, sometimes they keep them because if they have like you know regrets they can 
put him back in. Yeah. Bro, I, I think that's weirder, though. That's like, wild, bro. You ain't ever seen somebody with, like, fucked up dreads, and then the next week you see them, they look, <laughs> they look fine. Like, they look like dreads again. So is it somebody else's, or is it theirs? It's theirs. It's you theirs. can just retie them. Like, like re- Oh, take them all out. The hair. You're basically, like, like oh re-knotting them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, with them still in is what you're saying. Or you're you can, about, or you can just re- re-knot them. Like, <laughs> like you're saying, like, shave back your whole head? And no, then, no, 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 no. Like, you just, like... It's like... You yeah. just tie the hairs to there. I guess it's like, like normally when you cut, it. you don't go bald headed. You do like you know mini. I, I see. So you, it's easier to put them back on. Yeah, you can't be bald. And, is, and yeah, put them back and I don't know why you're asking is, me about this. Like I know. Well, you're talking about. about it. Like you fucking. Well, I figured anybody knew that you could just cut. tie your dread back on. <laughs> How do you not know that? Tie your dread. Do you hear? Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear? That's a thing. <laughs> Oh my god! I definitely feel out of the loop because I've seen people like they'll hold on to them for a while, and like you know, it'll be like a couple years. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, the memory's cool, bro, but you, they grow back. You know what I mean? But then you can sell them um, too. No, way. so you can tie them on their head. <laughs> you can make some money. It's like locks of love, I guess. True. So literally yeah. locks of love. I mean, people literally buy hair, horse hair. They buy hair, bro. So you can sell. Yeah. Hair. So I mean, again, I'm not into. So this is know. an investment for you, or more than anything. I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of selling my hair. I just. I don't know. I, to be honest with y'all, I had like random bald spot randomly in like 2017, and it was just like, nah, bro. You know, so I grew my hair out. Once the bald spot went away, I was like, I'm never gonna. It went away though. It went away. Yeah. Were you stressed or something? I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you have an eight to five, you're yeah, yeah you're stressed. You. <laughs> I again grew it out, and I was like, screw this. At least it came back. Yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> you got any tips for Joey? Well, I would have committed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, <laughs> but you did. Last episode, you didn't wear a hat. What are you, doing? you didn't wear a hat last episode. What do you want me to do? Nah, honestly, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. You're I think still, my you're issue is was... great, bro. I'm serious. You you are still a very <laughs> handsome, dog. I'm serious. Okay. The answer uh, seems to come back to that mullet. Maybe that's what you... Brother, I'm <laughs> telling you, that mullet that mullet saved him. I'm going to tell you right now. Damn, okay, you don't have to go that far. It's <laughs> nah, really I'm not that bad. No, 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 not with the hairline. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that boy, dude, with that mullet, that mullet was saving this podcast, for being honest. That damn mullet, it was bro. Saving this that shit had some motion, bro. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like, freaking... Well, that's why it. you got yours out. Mr. Exactly. Man Bun. Exactly. So now, I'll t- dude, honestly, I mean, we'll see. Uh, now that you said that about, like, something being significant to cut it, Dude, I might do the same thing. Grow this shit out. Get some dreads, reattach it's, them. It's, it's power in hair. Dude, I don't know how long let this shit go, but yeah, there's some. There is power in hair. There's power in hair. I felt like I lost yeah. some power when I cut it off. <laughs> really? I ain't gonna lie to Just you. a little bit. And if I didn't have my beard, I feel like nobody would respect That's, me. Bro, the beard is power. I see. Beard is power. I, have, I have like the TI oh, issue. Boy. My shit will never connect. That's fine. At brother. Least, at least you got some hair there. I was gonna say. <laughs> Good look at this. Hey, brother. This is six hey, weeks. Take it again, baby. Take it again, baby. I don't even know the razor. <laughs> This is his whole life. That's <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, hey, it's, it's easy to maintain. I'm gonna tell y'all boys that. I will say excellent this: excellent skincare. I can grow. <laughs> I can grow a mean mustache. Do you get the chin? A little bit. Oh fuck, dude. I mean, I get, like it, not not like I would never grow that shit out. Oh, he I mean, was like, not- hair grows there, but like, no, it, I, I wouldn't grow that shit out, brother. Trust me. Oh no. <laughs> it's oh, like oh, no. cat whiskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, and it's funny because my hair up top is so thick. Yeah, you like, got some thick ass Every hair time, like, dude, if anyone's ever, you know, cut my hair or whatever, they're always like, you got such thick fucking hair. But then I'm like, it's the only place. Yeah, it's the only place it's got to grow, I guess. So, um, no, that shit's funny as fuck. Dude, honestly, I, I, I think I would trade having, like, 
thinner hair for having a beard for sure. If I had the option, I would trade have the thinner hair for a beard, dude. I, if I could grow a fucking beard, dude, I'd, I'd bro, brother, I would run this world if I. Had I don't have the beard, option, brother. but I'm happy with my beard. I mean, yeah, you, look like you, you could pull a James Harden, like you look like you I don't like it big, dude. He could, like he big. could though. He's got a full. It's too beard. big right now. What? Yeah, yeah. He usually keeps it pretty, pretty maintained, but he could do the James Harden thing for sure, for sure, bro. I wish. If I, if I could, I would. I like how <laughs> this gets bleached over time because it stays out in the sun. I love it. That's he should do so handlebar. Crazy. I kept telling him he should do handlebar. I can't do no handlebar. That should be fire, <laughs> bro. Get, him, get, get you a little chopper? No. I'll do yeah. a chin strap. I saw a chin strap the other day. <laughs> if you have a chin strap on, go ahead and cut that shit off. Because that shit is fucking, so bad, You did bro. not just fucking say that. Oh, my gosh. If you have a chin strap on, I did not know either disconnect it, it or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking Stick funny. Stick with the chin. Like, that's it. Do not have a line. That is so bad. I feel bad for you. I'm sorry, brother. That's my rant for the day. <laughs> okay, all that knows we get into Joey's top yeah, three. Yeah, let's do Joey's top three. <laughs> all right, Joey's top three. Going down right here, right now. All right. You got a category this week? I do. And it is top three movies. I like your that. movie bluff. Oh, I like man. that. That's crazy. Hmm. Start right. from three. Start from three. I actually made a list. I got to pull up my of phone. Of course, you no have a list. list. Yeah. Because <laughs> me and my girl talk about this all the time because I'm... I'm obsessive about. What's your favorite genre? I like like mind fuck movies. Like I really? like to end and be like, what, what, what? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Do you like scary? Scary is cool, but they don't make good fucking. scary movies no more. Everyone's no. more like jump scare. What about the Conjuring? That's a good movie. I feel like Conjuring, Insidious, yeah, and Sinister. Those were like the last kind of classics. But Devil, the elevator one. Devil's a classic. That shit was good. I, I like. Um, I'm a big comedy fan, but I feel like with the comedy movies, bro, it's like they can't even really. They don't like, make them. They can't do anything. It's too bro. offensive now. Yeah, like the funny shit is too offensive, yeah, yeah. so they don't. They don't make it. See, I grew up with yeah. like Al Bundy. So if you like Al Bundy comedy and Married with Children, then I'm like, yeah. But everyone's too, like Al Bundy couldn't air now. Yeah, you know, it's a different time. It's no, there's, there there was a bunch of comedy. Like I uh, one that I actually rewatched uh, recently was I think it's a haunted house or something like that. Or it's like Haunted House, where it's like the comedy one. Though. Uh, with uh, like, Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a classic, though. That's <laughs> that like, motherfucker is so funny, bro. And that, I mean, just, just the writing in it and everything. It's just, I mean, you know they would never make something like that again today, but it's just fucking hilarious, well, you, dude. You, you can't. Again, yeah. people are too sensitive. But even then, when he did that, he was pointing out a lot of the errors in, in horror the movies. Society. So, yeah. yeah. It was, it was setting the bar. But I don't know. So I made like a top 10 all-time list for me, personally. So I don't want people to leave this like... This is what the bar is because I know people are like huge on like The Godfather or mm-hmm. something, something, but like, like V for Vendetta. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my gosh! <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you right now before we start this, you're you're gonna get that a lot, I'm gonna get that a lot. <laughs> brother. Let me tell you right now, I get that we, a lot in life, so you're good. <laughs> we we my favorite movie is Old Yeller. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me let me tell you how bad this used to be. So when before streaming got really bad, when it was just go to you know Netflix at a Walgreens to get a movie. My family would hit me up first before spending any money to see if I had the movie first, and then they would. If I obviously nine times out of ten, I would you have. So you've been you've been into this shit your whole life. You've always been a movie guy. Yeah. Okay. See, now me and Joey like we there's there's movies where it's like, you know, maybe we're with somebody and then they want to go see it or so. It's like we're never the guys that are suggesting to go to the fucking theater. I went to the movie theater for the first time in seven years last weekend. Sheesh. Just because I don't go to the like. What did you see to break the record? Night swim. Pretty good. Uh, really? Was it? It's all right. It's it's kind of mind fucky. 
A little? I, I Did you watch it? Don't tell no, me you watched I, it. I, I was trash. No, I watched something called Pitch Meeting because I'm a movie person. And what he does is he basically breaks down all the terrible things in the movie. So I watched that Pitch Meeting. And he was like, that was originally a short film. It's a three-minute short film that they stretched into a movie. So it's like, just Damn. if it's haunted, don't get in the pool. Credits. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Literally, yes. That, okay, so immediately, as soon as I see some shit wrong with the pool, like as soon as I hear or the lights start flickering, I'm out the pool. I'm gone. And I'm go. not getting back in that pool. Yeah. The person who died deserved it. I mean, fuck, shit. See, Stay out the I pool if it's haunted. All right, well, hopefully none of y'all wanted to see this movie. Um, I'm spoiling it for y'all. I, I haven't seen it, and yeah. I already know what happens. I mean, somebody dies, and the pool's haunted, so that... But the, there's the a per, lot more. The person to was it. cool with it, though. He knew it was haunted the whole time. See, I didn't tell him that. It's dumb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, uh, you know, there was a few movies where they kind of stuck with me, like when I was a kid. But it's like I can't really recall movies like that. You know, like obviously, The Hangover was one where I can. Hangover is a classic. Chill. Yeah, Hangover was Wolf good. of Wall Street. I actually oh never. I've, I've never fucking seen that. No way. It's a true story, God, bro. bro. You I've never. You have. I've that. never fucking seen that. Which is. That and the interview were two that I regret not watching. I need to watch them. You have to watch them. It's for me. It's hard to. It's hard to get in that position where I'm like, all right, the next two and a half hours are going to Wolf of Wall Street. I watch it every time. That was a three hour movie. Yes, and I will watch it every time. (laughs) That shit's wild. It's hilarious, bro. It's such a good movie. Again, and it's true. So it's not like they're just making up stuff. Like that stuff happened. Hobie went to jail. They were really robbing people. One that I think is a classic, just like an all time classic, is Dying at the Museum. That is a good one. That I remember a as a one. kid, bro, a just like watching. I mean, the effects in that movie are fucking crazy, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just the acting and everything. Dumb, dumb, one gum, gum. Yeah, <laughs> that was a funny. Dude, that was a funny ass movie. Looking back on it, see, um, not not everyone watches like long movies though. So some people then can't get into movies because their attention span is short, and then some people prefer like TV series because they can pause it and come back to it. So mm-hmm. it, it really all depends. But I don't know, like long movies. Have y'all seen the Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? There, that movie's like almost four hours long. Dude, that's right. Avatar. Ti- ti- Titanic. Avatar. Oh, I saw Avatar in the theaters. Both of them in the theaters. Yeah, so me too. Three hour long movies. Dude, was it only three? Because that, that seemed longer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That movie that is wild. That movie's bro. Pocahontas, though. But no one likes to talk about that. What do you mean? Like, the story of Pocahontas oh. is like the story of Avatar. No way. Is it really? I mean, foreigner comes to land, finds girl, girl falls in love with him. Yeah, but the he girl's not sides. 10 feet tall. Yeah, yeah and, but and blue. And blue. Those are the only two things you change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got a point. <laughs> True. I think I, I will say not a huge fan of the way with water thing or whatever it's called. Like, just not. I think they should have never done a fucking second one. Yo, so that was crazy about that is that he rewrote that movie. This is what he said. He rewrote it and then scrapped it and then wrote that movie, which we just saw. And then the studio liked it. And then they approved three and four already. Mm. So they're shooting those like back to back. They, they gotta, gotta stop. See, like, come they on, make man. billions though. It's like Fast and Furious movies. You no, for sure. Yeah, you can't. I mean, yeah, they're they're banking on. I it, mean, I, I can be mad with Fast and Furious. I don't know why y'all keep supporting that. Y'all, y'all, because I ain't watching Fast and have, Furious movies. Have you ever seen one of them? I've never even seen. One I of stopped them. at like four. Yeah, I've never even seen one. I swear to God. Have you ever seen? I've one? seen like one or two, but even still, it's not. I'm not sitting there watching. Bro, it. I feel like, like I know so much about the. Like I feel like I know the whole movie just because there's like. Is so much like talk about it, and then when fucking Paul Walker, who was that motherfucker that died? Yeah, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. So like, whenever he died, and then like some of these other guys that are in it that are just like huge names and shit. And yeah, it, like they got the Rock to push a missile on a moving. Bro, they just stopped the yeah. laws of physics in that movie. They went to space. Like they made ludicrous. Let's be real. Come yeah, on. like. <laughs> and every time people are in there, like yeah. 
stuff. So I'm like, you know, those are the movies that really get like if you notice, we were talking about comedy movies. They don't fund comedy movies anymore because it's yeah. not big budget. Like if it's not Marvel, unfortunately, we stink for that Marvel. But if it's not Marvel or anything that they think is going to bring them like, and I got IP names, so Harry Potter or like. Like Fast and Furious, if they don't think it's gonna bring two hundred and fifty, three hundred million dollars, they're gonna go straight to streaming. And yeah, they're they're I don't know, they're ten to less to put money into personal projects. Have y'all seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Hell no! Oh my god! <laughs> so that movie like won Academy Awards and it was only you know three million dollars. Oh no, I never even saw that. Yes. Yeah, okay. So we got some movies that we have to. There's watch. a lot of shit. Let's hear your top ten. I'm gonna make a list. I want to uh, hear this top ten. Uh, I mean, we never even did top three. Damn. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, I'm gonna I'm, nah, I'm pick three out of his ten. So most recently, uh, Cutie to show me Black Swan. I've heard of that. Black Swan is insane. Really? Is that yeah. one mind fucky? That is also a mind fucky. Yeah. Uh, the director, he again, depending on the director and their view, they it's very specific and like the dude who did black swan did this movie with jennifer lawrence called mother and that movie was a mind fuck i'm gonna have to make a list for y'all man there's there's some stuff out here uh but i'm big my girl makes fun of me i'm big on like justice movies so like v for vendetta is like a old school story about like nazis and how someone basically used to be experimented on and came back and just killed all of them for their wrongs it was it was epic dude the person who voiced uh, Mr. Smith in The Matrix mm-hmm. voiced the V for Vendetta dude and just the script, the the flow of the whole entire movie. It's, again, three three hour long movie, but it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it, dude, that's it, crazy. It goes through effortless. Uh, that movie's crazy. I love Interstellar. I think that movie is, again, you can nitpick if you want, like when he goes to the bookcase, but it's still. Aesthetic. I think that was a great part. I kind of thought that it was, you know. I thought it kind of made it a little bit more interesting. No, it's great. But I think in that part, you're just kind of, I, I mean, it is, that's kind of like probably the most confusing part of the whole movie, if we're being honest. Like out of everywhere you drop in that black hole, you go into this. It's like, I, but I get Okay, it. actually, okay, the, yeah. But because they, they love you and your daughter, I get that. But yeah. also it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematically speaking, how are the chances of that happening? Um, you got to watch that movie twice. That's the thing. It's like that's the type of movie. Like if you watch it one time, you're gonna kind of get it, but you got to like watch it again to really grasp like how good that fucking movie well, is. Christopher Nolan movies are usually like that. Um, have you ever seen Shutter Island? Mm-mm. Heard of it? Oh, uh, again, another Leonardo DiCaprio movie. So that movie's crazy. Spoiler alert. So the whole movie's being portrayed, and this is probably in my top three. Shutter Island. Uh, let's probably start with three. Shutter Island because. The whole time this cop is like trying to investigate an insane asylum and trying to figure out who this missing patient is. And then not spoil it, but spoiler at the end, he's the missing patient. So he's crazy. So the whole time you're thinking that other people are making him crazy and they're trying to lock him in this institution when the whole time they're trying to get him out of his crazy like mind fuck. Otherwise, they're going to have to like do that thing where they put a like, what is it called? Yeah. And. At the end of the movie, and they're like, "Bro, it's it's you. You you're the most aggressive, dangerous person in this whole facility." And then it's like, again, you're like, Dude. "What?" And then so when you rewatch it, and you know, you know he's crazy, yeah. you notice things. You're like, "Oh my god!" Like it makes sense. It makes sense. It's yeah. So damn, that's funny. Yeah, that's that movie's insane. Again, three hour one, but you have to. Leonardo never fails. Dude, he's a stud for sure, bro. Yeah, he, he kills it. He's a goat. Um, my second one would probably be, and this is an old school one, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Oh, my gosh. So The Truman Show. <laughs> no, it's I'm okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give synopsis. I'll give synopsis. So The Truman Show is 
this this organization basically adopted a child and they make money off of portraying his life so everyone around him is an actor like so they stay in this sphere like a vegas sphere yeah and from birth they've been watching this kid grow so the movie starts he's an adult so he's married right he's got his own job and he's starting to realize things are weird and obviously he's on a tv show so you got like the world watching him they're like in love with him like i don't know like taylor swift fans are in yeah. love with you know taylor mm-hmm. and the whole movie is about him breaking the fake world that he's in and trying to literally escape. And Jim Carrey is a person that normally leads in comedy roles. Yeah. But that was a role that was like, he was playing in like an actual actor. It was, it was again, to me, iconic. Oops. That shit, yeah. that shit hit different. So he's another legend, bro. I can watch like almost any Jim Carrey movie. Like it's fucking dude. Do you like Will Ferrell? Yes, bro. But Will Ferrell, I didn't like Will Ferrell until he came out with that movie. Uh, What's it called? Uh, shoot, the movie where he's like being narrated. Hold on, Elf. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Dude. Elf is a classic. Step Brothers is a classic. Though. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. we gotta give credit to Step Brothers. But who's another? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. I like Adam classics. Sandler. Like Click. Yeah, because Click, you think it's like a comedy movie, and then it gets real, and you're like, oh shit. Or Grandma's Boy. I like that one. That's I know it's talked too. about him. You know. A million times, bro, but fucking grown-ups will always be such yeah. a classic movie. Like, that movie is just so funny. And even as a kid, like, bro, I thought that movie There's was a lot of legends in that song. Oh, yeah. So, many, that movie. so yeah. many legends in, in grown-ups. Hold on, bro. I got to find it. Stranger Than Fiction. I've heard of that. Oh, Never seen God. it. That's, that's one of his best movies ever because he's not just being screaming Will Ferrell. He's actually acting. Yeah. And it's, again, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy movie. But, again, Will Ferrell's, you know, he's a comedic legend in the movie so his move his best movies are going to be anything that are comedic oh 100 sure um i don't know man i don't know if my favorite movie would probably be it's either got to be v for vendetta or tenet now most people don't like tenet because they can't understand it but like i got that shit on the first go around so and that movie's crazy <laughs> that came out during uh covid so like no one was going to the movie theaters during the time so it kind of got like skipped over and that movie's a mindfuck because it's about, like, time and, like, inverse of time. So, basically, <laughs> how do I explain this in the simplest of terms? Um, you are able to go back in time, but backwards, rather than, like, going in a time machine. So, it's like, if you, if I'm driving from point A to point B, the inverse would be being able to change, but from going from point B to A. Oh, that's yeah. So dope. you get the perspective of the movie of the dude trying to solve the problem. I won't get into specifics, but the the enemy is fighting backwards. So he has to like realize what's happening and then fight him in reverse. And then again, if you've seen Inception, you could just see how it's a mind fucking general. Like it's, head no, it's crazy, man. It's, I'm trying to think so about we it. Gotta go, we got to We got to definitely check out some of these movies. It's for not show. Man. Who? What's your top three, Joey? My, oh shit, Old Yeller. Old Yeller, know, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Airbud. Airbud. <laughs> and then Marley. Marley and all me. dogs go to heaven. <laughs> hey, that's a classic. Though. That is a fucking banger, dude. All dogs go to heaven. It was a classic. Um, no, Old Yeller is definitely on there. Um, Y'all do animated movies like hey. Shrek? Shrek? I do like Shrek. Oh, that face showed like you don't fuck with Shrek. 
You don't like Shrek? I mean, I quote Donkey probably every day. Every day, <laughs> Ice Age was one for me. Like when uh, Shrek, I, I'd watch some of the Shreks, but I was I don't get like the Shrek. Like right now, it's like not right now, but it's always kind of been like this thing where it's like all these Shrek memes and all this shit. I'm like, I don't really get. Like I wasn't that into Shrek. I wasn't a big Shrek guy like that. But bro, like Ice Age, you know, Ice Age, Madagascar. definitely watching a lot of the Pixar shit. Pixar's Madagascar. Oh, Madagascar, like Madagascar for sure. Okay. Uh, but it's like some of those are kind of like, I can't really watch that shit now, bro. Like, I can't really so I could definitely there's watch Madagascar. so much adult humor in these in these things. Yeah. And like, Shrek, we probably, so many adult jokes went over. I'd be willing to give Shrek another chance. Because, I mean, I, you know, I was young when I'm watching Shrek, bro. I didn't really, I, I never really got the Shrek vibe like most people do. It's okay. I feel like a lot of it is almost like made for the parents. It is. That's what I'm saying. And the kids like just watch it because it's like, you know. Cartoon. Like yeah, Madagascar, yeah. they say, oh shit, they hide that in there. The lemurs in Madagascar are so funny. What I think they're they lemurs. Mean? What are they? I'm pretty sure that's what, yeah, that's what King, is it King Julian? Yeah, yeah King yeah, Julian. Yeah, that was yeah. funny as fuck. But in the, when they get stuck on the island... And he sees Alex. He goes, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. You're a kid. Yeah. You don't realize he's saying, oh, shit. Like, oh, my God. You think crazy. about that. They, yeah. they, they have subtle That's little. hilarious. Subtle and they're running slow-mo towards each other. Yeah. Like about. yeah. <laughs> what are some of yours? Well, you got Old Yeller. Then what's Old the Yeller? other two? Damn. I mean, I don't watch movies. Fuck. You just list it off like fucking atheist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always does they can be shit. They can be animated if you want. No, I don't want no animated. Um, There's this one. It's about... Hide and seek. You ever you ever seen that? Oh my gosh, I think I have. Is that a scary movie? It's a scary movie. There's a lot of fog, you know. There always there's like monsters and shit. But that's just pretty cool. I like that one. That's a top three movie. It's a top three fucking movie. You <laughs> can't even really like. He doesn't. All the only thing he remembers is, is a lot of fog. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's a top. I mean, three obviously, movie. I know the fucking story. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, give you the whole fucking. Okay, okay, damn. Nice. Okay, so hide and seek, and then shit. You watch hide and seek over like Insidious. I like Insidious. But you Devil. like hide and seek over Insidious. That was the first one that I saw. And I'm like, damn, this is kind of. It was creepy, like yeah. all the fog and shit, and like they're like looking for people. It's hide and seek. Like yeah, this yeah. shit's creepy. Um, honestly, I'll probably do Devil. Devil well, is fun. No, Conjuring. Is Conjuring is cool. So yeah, that's it. Scary movies. I like. I'm a big scary movie person. Really, I do like comedy, but scary. I don't know. It's just like more exciting. Yeah, I I think if we're going top three, I gotta go. See, it's like hard to choose a specific order. Like Elf is going to be on there for sure. <clears throat> elf, for top, I fucking love Elf. Top bro. three Elf, brother. I fucking love. Elf. That's a good movie. No, no, it's it's amazing. The Dude, Polar that, Express. That movie, fuck no, they saw Chris. No, oh, I can only have one Chris. I know, movie but the there. Polar Express is a. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie. honorable mention. Uh, I mean, if you want, I I think Elf, dude, is just like fucking legendary, bro. Yeah. That's like the Christmas movie in my opinion. I don't know, man. See, I was a Grinch person with Jim Carrey. Tripping. Oh, the Grinch? I mean, it's good. It's good, bro. But Elf, dude, you can't. Like, Elf just. I can watch that shit every single year. No doubt. We're going to need a poll, bro. We're going to need Grinch or the Elf. We're going to do this. If you guys are watching this on YouTube right now, drop your comment Elf or Grinch. Simple as that. Or the Polar Express. Polar Express ain't all this (laughs) Go ahead, dude. We'll do Polar Express. It's only going to be me commenting. (laughs) (laughs) He creates six different accounts on YouTube. It's like, we're going to win this motherfucker. No, I'd say um, definitely, definitely Elf is on there. Um, we could go. I th- actually, I really enjoyed the haunted house, the, uh, the spoof one. Yeah, I yeah, thought that no, one was no. kind of funny That's as fuck, really honestly, because it's. I mean, it is a comedy, but it is kind of like what you're saying, like talking shit about like on all the other the core movies that are coming out. I think that one was good. Uh, God, and a while ago, I would have said the first Avatar, but it's so overplayed now. Like it's just so yeah. like overhyped now, and it's like. 
Fuck. It's SpongeBob like, movie. Dude, SpongeBob movie was fucking goaded. I'm gonna go SpongeBob movie. That was actually a good I'm adding one. Adding that to my list, y'all. Y'all don't Bro, understand. SpongeBob, I have a SpongeBob tat. The goofy, no way. Google, no the goofy way. Google moment when he's like, "I'm a goofy goofy." No, right. it's right, <laughs> right there. Bro, yeah, that is yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, that's that movie changed my life. That's hilarious. Something's gotta go off this list now. That's crazy. Oh my god, that is hilarious. We fuck with you so much harder now. SpongeBob is dude. Life, I, man. I, yeah, I, 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 me and my girl actually just recently uh, rewatched the whole SpongeBob series. Like every every yeah. episode that's ever dropped for SpongeBob, it took us like you know close to a month, but that shit was true. Now I have up to beautiful series. I, think I have up like to season eight on the on DVDs. No I, way. I tell you, bro. I I I, <laughs> I got an inventory, man. I like literally. I have an actual physical alphabetically genre rating. That boy's serious. That yeah. Hilarious, bro. But I mean. The space it takes up. Like, there's no way you're going to go back and watch, like, those movies again. Like, all of them, I right? Mean, they're, they're sitting in boxes right now. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Just but if he wants to, he could. The, could thing is, the thing is, it's like, it's like a nostalgic thing. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, bro, trust me. I fucking, there's so many things where it's like, person, we were just talking about this last episode, too, where it's like, there's personal things where, like, I just like to have it in hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Jags memorabilia and stuff like that. Like, bro, you can look at some cool-ass, like, vintage Jaguars this or vintage Jaguars that online, but it's like having that bitch in your hand mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. it's mine, you know? And with movies um, too, they have, you know, bonus features. So like they'll have the director commentary over stuff. So how they shot things. So it's oh. a lot of stuff having the physical, you don't get just being able to watch it. Movies over. It's over. True. Like there's actual stuff on the physical. So the bonus think features, about that, yeah. yeah, it's a get again, actors interviews. You just really get a deep into how it was actually created in the team. Behind you get to it. see the whole movie. Yeah. 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 So. And, one thing that I wanted to kind of, you know, close out here, I want to make sure I asked you was um, for people that kind of like look up to a lot of things you do, like whether it's the fucking movies you're putting together, whether it's the music, whatever. Um, what do you think is just like a piece of advice you could say for them that you kind of wish you knew when you were getting started on the shit? It's all about your work ethic. Um, nothing happens overnight. So once that shatters, when you're like, cause everyone, you know, you want to be big, but once you get over like, being big is kind of an illusion, you know, it's really just the lives, you really care about the lives you change and the moments you create, so I would just say the focus on the work ethic, not what your peers are doing, because everyone's going to create different, and then just have fun, you you know, don't, I, like, it's easy for me to work at my work ethic, because it, it doesn't seem like work to me, like, it's just, I enjoy everything, so even though it's like, I might go home and immediately pass out after working for, you know, 48 hours straight that was fun to me you know Mm -hmm. clocking in the next morning at my real job is not what i enjoy it's you know clocking out my second job and going in your passion yeah so just just can't quit i i this is something that i've wanted again for the past five years i originally thought once i hit 30 i'd retire but now that i'm 30 i'm like i'm just getting started you know like i'm nowhere close so just the work ethic just don't let me outwork you because there's someone else in this world that wants what you want, and they're for sure working harder than you. So for sure, yeah. My you big bro told me that growing up. When I used to be at the basketball courts trying to be, you know, the next Kevin Durant, and I'm done at 4 p.m. He's like, look, bro, there are people out here until 2 in the morning. I'm like, what you doing? So yeah, 100%, Keep bro. that same mind state going. It's just just super cool how, you know, you've kind of found your lane and, like, perfected it to such a, you know, point. I'm sure you feel like Thank you're you, just getting started and things like that, but I'm telling you, like, people like myself, Joey, like other people that watch this show and watch you from behind the scenes, um, they're just like, dude, 
in our eyes, it's like you're fucking killing it, bro. So just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, man. Um, it's so fun to watch your journey, man. And dude, it's been an absolute honor to have you on the fucking show. I appreciate it. Nah, this is this is a blast, man. I, I'm telling you, we got to get all these movies. Y'all got to catch up. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going to have a we got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> next time, next time you and Cutie are having a movie night, me and Joey better get that invite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're going to no, be no, there I'll with our pillows, with yeah. our blanket. I will, I will cater y'all. Come out there. There'll be food and drinks. Y'all just got to show up. We'll, we'll bring the, uh, the, Buttered popcorn, the, but- <laughs> the the extra large cokes. We'll go. We'll stop by Cinemark on the way. Make sure we get everything right, bro. We're gonna do this shit right because it ain't often we watch a movie. We gotta make that shit. You like gotta do bit. it right. Yeah. Um, no, but but for real, it's been an absolute honor, bro. Um, if you uh, where can people find you? Let's plug your shit in. Uh, shoot. So I'm Jeremy Ryan. You can find me on any streaming platform. Jeremy Ryan, the black one. Haha. <laughs> um, because there's a lot of different ones out there. Um, but nah. Um, J Ryan Music on. Instagram, also on Twitter, and then it's it's Jeremy Ryan on Facebook if you want to find me. Hell yeah. Perfect, bro. And then, yeah, streamers music everywhere, man, honestly. And then um, also check out those videos on YouTube. Yeah, Don't man. Miss YouTube, YouTube, also uh, Jeremy Ryan music, can't miss me. It's a lot of stuff. And more upcoming stuff, so stay tuned. And stream uh, everything that comes out for Bright Purple. Make sure y'all check that shit out, too. Um, that's a separate page on Spotify. Yes, yes. So Bright Purple know. is me and Cutie, Cutie and Jeremy Ryan. Um, and also follow Cutie's page, That Rockstar. I'm sure y'all should get it on here soon too, because dude, honestly, we'd fucking love to. Yeah, we should make that shit happen. Um, so yeah, before we get out here, Joe, you got anything? Nope. Um, just want to <laughs> say, uh, everyone, make sure you guys check out that Patreon. We got some very special stuff coming to the Patreon. Um, me and Joey been cooking this whole week trying to get this shit popping. So, um, if you guys aren't a Patreon member yet, make sure you head over there. It's Patreon.com forward slash OG Sessions. Um, hella bonus content, hella early access, hella good vibes. Over mm-hmm. there, honestly, if we're being for real. Um, once again, shout out to my brother. Jeremy Ryan coming on the OG Sessions podcast. You guys are awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Peace.